Welcome to the Cinematic Adventures podcast, where we travel a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away again. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You thought we were done? Nope. We're never done. So before we even kick this bitch off, let's just start (laughs) with the fact that there's some new new Star Wars news since the last time we uh, raked this shit over the coals. Bob Iger (laughs) has... Apparently stepped down. I have no idea what you're laughing at. Bob Iger has stepped down from uh, Disney as CEO, and there's a new sheriff in town. This new sheriff doesn't take too kindly to Kathleen Kennedy fucking everything up. Woo. So apparently, um, the horns or the horns, haha, the reins have been turned over to um, to Dave Filoni and John Favreau to kind of like step in and take over creative control. They're not necessarily writing all the new stuff, but they're in charge of the creative side. So who knows? The next version of Star Wars may not suck. But it turns out, like, from what I've heard, again, this is, what I'm about to say is all, like, rumor, because I haven't really confirmed it, um, because I just found out about it, like, five minutes ago. But apparently, like, Ryan Johnson had not lost his trilogy until this new CEO came in. So you know how Kathleen Kennedy and Ryan Johnson were like, no, of course I'm still doing the trilogy. Well, apparently that was true until now, which now he totally isn't. But um, apparently his new trilogy was going to be basically random sci-fi with Star Wars slapped on it and like have nothing to do with the Force. There were no Jedi or Sith. It was just, and it wasn't even like in this galaxy so he basically was going to continue his middle finger to Star Wars fans. And Kennedy was like, yeah, do that. Oh. And then new guy came in and was like, no, we're not, we're not going to do that. <laughs> so I mean, you don't sound bitter. I um, don't. See, that's the best part about it is that I'm able to not be bitter. Isn't that awesome? Oh, yeah. You, you win. <laughs> I, I mean, the sequel trilogy already happened, so I don't know if that's true. I mean, but, you, you know. lost. You lost the, yeah. the battle, but you won the war. The well, Disney Star King. War. <laughs> <laughs> we did it. Yeah. I will take some credit. <laughs> uh, you will take credit in the form of your epic rant. Um, oh. It was just so bad. Okay, so with that being said, the reason why we're back into Star Wars land in the Star Wars universe um, is because Daniel, a couple weeks ago, did his retelling of the Harry Potter universe, and he wanted me to give my retelling of the Star Wars sequel trilogy. I'm yes. not going to redo the whole universe, just the sequel trilogy, because if I were to redo the whole universe, we would have to rename this podcast the Star Wars Adventures Podcast, because <laughs> we'd be here all year. It would be like, okay, OT we're not really going to fuck with. Now, the original trilogy, and it would just be a long time long long time so we're just gonna do the we're gonna leave we're gonna leave the prequels as they are we're gonna leave the original trilogy and the force awakens as it is for the most part i'm gonna do a couple of little tweaks we're gonna pull a nando you know we love nando (laughs) v movies here we're gonna pull a nando v movies and we're gonna do one small change to the force awakens and then we're just gonna wreck the rest of that shit it didn't happen break it with a hammer it's (laughs) 
we're just going to steamroll right the fuck over it. There was no Last Jedi yet. I'm going to tell you my version, and then I'm going to tell you my version of Rise of Skywalker, keeping the names The Last Jedi and The Rise of Skywalker. I respect it. Um, what's your small change for The Force Awakens? Because it is an okay movie. It's just that it's a remake of The New Hope. I'm not even going to change that aspect of it. What I'm going to do is, remember with the one small change, you can only change like one thing. Um, I'm going to make it so that in the scene where, I'm going to change two scenes. So, okay, okay, one and a half small changes. Um, In the scene where she uses the force and she frees herself with, you know, the one with Daniel Craig in it where she uses the Jedi mind trick, she doesn't do that. Okay, Instead, so she's saved by Finn. That makes way uh, more sense. Because why would Ray yeah, because just know how to use the Force? She doesn't. So that that scene didn't happen. Instead, Finn saves her. Finn and Han Solo save her. Okay, it can be either Finn or Han Solo. Genuinely, doesn't matter. It's I just want it one. Be, I want it to be Finn because give him something to do. Okay. Um. So in that scene, like in in that situation, um, actually. I I get what you're saying, like, give Finn something to do, but it actually makes more sense for it to be Han, simply because he would be actively looking for Kylo, who was just there. So, to me, it makes more sense for it to be him, but then again, like, you could also have him be on the way, like, that could be why the two of them are split up, and why he ends up meeting Kylo. Have Finn go rescue her, so I'm fine with that. So, Finn goes and, and saves her. He doesn't save her, save her, he just, like, uncuffs her. Like he, it could be the exact same trope from before, where you know you get dressed up in this in the stormtrooper uniform, and he goes and takes her out, and you know he uncuffs her and and takes her around, and then everything is the same. Um, here I was gonna say Harrison Ford dies. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, Han Solo dies. Um, of course, I would love it if Han and Luke and Leia were all together because. It's fucking Star Wars, but um, but it's like okay, if I'm not re- completely rewriting this, if the Force Awakens stays as it is, where Luke doesn't have a speaking part, which you know, again, I would have brought Luke in like in the middle. Honestly, to me, the best thing for Force Awakens would have been to have Luke be the hero to save everybody, and then we're introduced to these new characters, and then Luke is like the mentor, and then you could have Luke die but pass on the baton to the new generation. And we would all be 100% down with that. that instead, they were like, no, fuck Luke. We're just going to go, like, we're going to shove these new characters in your face, but we're not going to give them any characterizations. So, like, you know, fuck you and love it because we put Star Wars on it. Anyway, so, um, so the one small change is Finn saves Rey. She doesn't save herself and use the Force. So at this point, we haven't really seen her use any Force powers. Um, and Kylo is, like, the big bad because he doesn't, you know, so far, he's the one using force. So far in the movie, the only person using force abilities has been Kylo. Um, so he seems far more menacing because there's no match for him. Because she doesn't get, she doesn't wake up with the force. She doesn't get to use it. Also, when I was watching that movie, I could have sworn they were telling us that the force was awakening in Finn because at the moment that they said that, can you feel it? The force has awakened. The only person that has shown any kind of force sensitivity thus far is Finn. And it was seen in the scene where there's a couple of scenes. One where Maz gave him a lightsaber and he was like, I need a weapon. And she's like, use it. Well, we all, all Star Wars fans know that, the, that a lightsaber is the weapon of a Jedi. So why is she giving him the lightsaber specifically? 
Because and then on top cool. of that, no, it's because it's the weapon of a Jedi. So, mm. and also his name is FN 2187. 2187 is the number designation for the Force if you're a big fucking Star Wars nerd. So everything's pointing to Finn having Force powers, okay? Oh, and then wow. on top of that, um, there is a scene that has already happened by the time Snoke says when um, Starkiller Base took out the, um, the Republic. Yeah. When that happens, there's a scene where Finn is running on, on uh, Takodana and he turns and looks up into the sky before any fireworks have gone off, like before you can see the lights in the distance from the planets being destroyed. He stopped and turned first and looked to the sky. And it, it's a callback to the scene in um, A New Hope when Obi-Wan was like, oh, I, I just felt like thousands of voices crying out and then silence. It's that like foreshadowing of him sensing others in the force. Um, a, um, and then there's a Super Carlin Brothers uh, video that's like, does Finn have the force powers? And like, well, if he does, they should have shown it. They should have shown it more. They should have explained it. It should have been a thing. So the fact that- This is also true. Um, the, the fact that you're like, he definitely has the force powers is like, yeah, well, then the movies are bad because show well, I mean, have force powers. That's why we're, this is uh, why I'm rewriting. I know. Uh, I'm just like, so, you're setting up. I'm getting angry. The, <laughs> so what I'm saying is the force awakens already had the clues there. Also at the final scene, well, not final scene, but the final fight at the end, when he is, um, he comes up against Kylo Ren and he looks at the lightsaber and he's got almost this recognition of like, oh yeah, I can use also uh, really quick uh, back. He used the lightsaber for four. Now this is something that you won't know from the movie. You had to actually read the force awakens novelization, but in the novelization, it says Finn felt um, when she put the lightsaber in his hand, it just felt right. Oh my God. Like it's a weapon, like the weapon was calling to him. Right. So again, this is all, it's all going towards Finn is force sensitive, right? So he fights with the lightsaber. If you notice, we don't really see anybody that is not force sensitive fight with the lightsaber. The only other time we've seen anybody use a lightsaber was um, Harris. I keep wanting to call him Harrison Ford. He was can. Han Solo. <laughs> and, um, but that was just when he used it like to slice open the Tauntaun to put Luke inside. But he don't, he, we've never actually seen them like fight with a lightsaber. Everybody that has fought with a lightsaber, with the exception of General Grievous, who is an android, um, it has been force sensitive. So to see him fighting with the weapon of a Jedi, it's leading us, it's foreshadowing, right? It's, it's leading us down this road. Other things to prove that he was force sensitive all along is if you fast forward to um, Rise of Skywalker, there's a scene where they are in like this quicksand and they think that they're gonna die. And he's like, Ray, I have to tell you something. And then they all fall through and it turns out like they're all okay. And then later on, Poe was like, what were you going to tell her? And he was like, you know, don't worry about it. And I was like, when I saw the scene, I was like, oh, he was going to tell her that he was force sensitive. I don't know why I got that, but nobody else did. Because like a lot of people were like, oh, he's in love with her. And J.J. Abrams was like, no, he's going to tell her he's force sensitive. <laughs> I was like, that's what I thought. So it, was, it actually was in the plan for Finn to be force sensitive. But it's one of those changes that Kathleen Kennedy was like, nope, don't want that. She only wanted one Jedi, you know, whatever. Um, yeah, for her, like the only the only Jedi in the movie in her in the entire sequel trilogy, she wanted to just be Rey. So she didn't want any stupid. like supporting Jedi. So Finn was originally supposed to be a Jedi as well. There was supposed to be two of them, but Kathleen was like, no, 
So um, yeah, there's a lot of things that are really stupid. So I would stick with him being force sensitive, and um, in that last fight when they're in the when they're on Star Killer base and they're in like the forest area, like with the snow and all that shit, and Kylo is trying to turn Ray, and um, Finn turns on the lightsaber and fights with him. Now with no training, he's able to hold his own for like a minute, which is expected. This is the big change that I would make. She does not hold her own. Like, you know, when she gets knocked to the side? Yeah. And um, so, like, so the big change was she calls for the light. So, you know, after she gets knocked to the side, he gets up, you know, Finn gets up and, and uh, fights Kylo. Kylo, uh, Kylo that makes, like, short work of him and then tries to recruit Ray again. And then Ray gets up and then she calls the lightsaber. And then all of a sudden, like, Mary, the rise of Mary Sue, right? Okay, throw that shit away. Instead, this is where Luke comes in and fights Kylo. And this is where we get to see how powerful Kylo is. So that if you want to set him up to be the big bad, number one, he doesn't lose to Rey in the first movie. And number two, he's going to fight Luke and almost win. Um, so you're going to see him actually, you're like, oh, shit, Kylo is a legit threat because he's using force powers and he's fighting and he is like evenly matched with Luke. But then, of course, you know, the plot device of the hole opens up and then they all have to go their separate ways. But it's like really close. And then basically you can have the exact same fight that happened between Ray and Kylo only in- replace Ray with Luke. Okay. That's really cool. So that's what I would. That's my one change for The Force Awakens. Um, so now, we now, have not now seen Ray use any Force powers. True, but that will lead into what happens after the fight. So what happens in the movie after the fight? That, okay, so that's, the, that's my episode 8 rewrite, right? Which is still going to be The Last Jedi. Okay. Um, so, so does that fight happen at the end of the movie? Towards the end of the movie, and then they what? just go away? When did that fight happen in Force Awakens? That, it's, it's at the end, and then... So after that fight, she um, she go she grabs Finn and goes back to Chewie. She grabs Finn, and that's all you really see. And the next scene, you see she and Chewie are getting off the Falcon. They're taking Finn in um, because Kylo sliced him up the back with a lightsaber. Here's the thing: if Kylo is going to slice someone up the back with a lightsaber, just number one, they're dead because that's how lightsabers work. Um, but if you're going to have the rule be like, okay, he's not dead, he can still be like saved, okay, that's fine. But then Finn would need to sit out the entire next movie. He can't just like get up 10 minutes later and he's chilling, because it's a fucking lightsaber. Anyway, um, <laughs> sorry. It's just like, that was the dumbest damn thing. That's, what, that's the first thing that I saw in The, in the Last Jedi, and I'm like, what? Because like, at first you're like, wait, get- how long has this been? When Obi-Wan got hit by a lightsaber, he didn't only get sliced in half, he fucking dissolved. Uh, no, that's be- that's a different thing. So when Obi-Wan did that, it's because he chose to die. When when you are a Jedi or a light side force user, you can go through special training and get the ability to become one with the cosmic force because the cosmic force is not exactly the same as the living force. The living force is the thing that, like, it's the force as you know it. The cosmic force is how you get force ghosts. So basically, when he dissolved, the same with Yoda dissolving, they became one with the cosmic force, which is how they can come back as force ghosts. Okay. So that's what happened to Obi-Wan. Um, 
So that's only, and that's what ends up happening in Rise of Skywalker. That's what happens to Ben. He dies and then he just becomes one with the cosmic force. So now he can come back as a force ghost if he wants. Yay. And same with Luke and Leia. They're, they can be force ghosts now. Yeah. It's all very dumb. Okay, so um, we, have, yeah. uh, we have Last Jedi. And I'm going to okay. say so, that um, Carrie Fisher died um, the same time for you. So you can't use Princess Leia at some point. Right. Well, now I can, I'm, like, you still want to use like the workaround. But um, so she, she was alive during the filming of The Last Jedi. It was The Rise of Skywalker where she wasn't able, she wasn't around anymore. All right. Then you can use um, the last, her and Last Jedi, but figure out something for Rise of Skywalker afterwards. Right. Um, okay. So Last so, Jedi. Okay, so if I didn't change anything with The Force Awakens, then it would start out with Luke being on Ock 2, but he is researching. He's not there because he's a grumpy old man because, like, he feels responsible for Kylo Ren. He's there because he's trying to find out how to stop Snoke, and Snoke does have a backstory in this one. Snoke is not a failed clone of Plagueis. Wait, really? Wait, wait, wait. Before we go anywhere else, what the fuck did yeah. you just say? I didn't see Rise of Skywalker s- for obvious reasons. Uh, oh, you didn't? Okay. So do you want me to just tell you the story of Rise of Skywalker first oh, and then do. get into my version? Okay. So in the Rise of Skywalker, Snoke is a failed clone of Palpatine. Oh, so he's not special. Palpatine's, no. Um, or he's either, well, see, here's the thing. It's like, he's either a failed clone or he's a force user that he converted it doesn't honestly there's no explanation here's what happens <laughs> kylo so the opening crawl is like plagueis or not plagueis um what palpatine like the opening crawl is like palpatine sent out a signal to all the known regions so saying like right it's like saying like fuck y'all i'm back shit's about to get weird that's pretty all much right. the opening crawl all right so then kylo was like who's this fucker trying to become supreme leader? I'm supreme leader. I'm going to take this bitch out. So he goes, this is the Jackie version. So then he goes to... I respect it. He, <laughs> he decides, like, I'm going to find this motherfucker. So he gets, he goes through this, like, red cloud, and he's, um, he gets a holocron. Sorry. First of all, so, the, you know, the, like, the really badass scene in the trailer where Kylo's fighting without his helmet, and he's, like, killing motherfuckers left and right? That's, oh, yeah, like, it's very the, sexy. Right, that's like the opening, and he's, I don't know, like, I don't even remember it very much, because there's, like, this movie is two and a half hours of, like, a five-hour film. It's, like, two fucking movies shoved into one, like, pigs in a blanket, and I'm trying to unravel this shit. So, um, and that, that was, like, in the beginning, right? He's finding these fuckers, he gets this uh, Sith holocron, and the holocron is now, so holocrons, by the way, are, um, they're these, like, for Jedi, they're cubes. For the Sith, they're triangle or like they're not triangles, but they're like whatever the cube pyramids? version is of a triangle. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> pyramid. Sure. Um, they're pyramids, and they're um, they have. There's. It's kind of like if you are very wise and you want to pass information on to the next generation, you can like download your wisdom into like a USB and that's like a fucking holocron. Okay. That's what, okay. that's what a holocron is. Okay. And both so Jedi they're like the, uh, the Superman crystals. Yeah. Except each one is like one individual Sith master or Jedi master. So each okay. one represents like one person. Um, so he gets this Sith holocron 
But now instead of it being like this capsule capsule of wisdom, it's a fucking GPS. Why? I, I shit you not. He uses it as a GPS to fly through this red cloud of just shit. And then he lands on this planet where as he's walking through, this is like, all of this is in the trailer, by the way. This is like, the trailer is like the beginning of the movie. Um, so he's walking through and he hears Palpatine in different voices saying, every voice that you have ever heard was me. And Kylo, you know, so lights stupid. his lightsaber. Yes. He, he lights his lightsaber I... and he walks through and he passes all of these, like, he passes several back to tanks with clone bodies in them. Some of the first few you see are Snoke. Mm-hmm. And then the next one you see is Palpatine. And so you're meant to assume that Snoke was a failed clone at Palpatine trying to come back. Now, when you see Palpatine and people are like, what the fuck? You were dead. His answer to that is the dark side of the force is privy to many things some would consider oh unnatural. God, this is so in other words, in other like, words, because like, reasons move yeah. along. So, so okay. So, I have a couple of notes. Having not seen it, okay. Number okay. one, when Voldemort came back from the dead, he didn't tell anyone. He saw like <laughs> seven Death Eaters. He hid in the shadows, mm-hmm. and he only revealed himself when he when uh, Harry Potter was um, in the 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 fucking ministry ministry for magic and was getting the prophecy. That's when he revealed himself, and he was going to fucking leave, but then Dumbledore showed up and had this massive jewel to distract him so that the Minister for Magic would come down and be like, holy fuck, it's Voldemort. And then, and then everyone would know <laughs> he's back. He spent an entire year hiding in Malfoy Manor so that he could do his plan. And he only revealed himself mm-hmm. by accident. So you're telling mm-hmm. me that this super dark force, evil bad guy genius mm-hmm. reveals himself to yeah. everyone, including the yes. Sith? The Jedi, uh, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. It's the stupidest, Uh stupidest plan. It's so dumb. That's the opening crawl. And secondly, (laughs) J.J. Abrams is terrible, (laughs) right? J.J. Abrams is like, hey, you know, look at at this box. You see this box? Oh, isn't this box amazing? Oh, look at the mystery box. And open it, it's a pile of dog shit. But weren't you excited? (laughs) Like a turd in a golden box okay. with rubies. You're very, <laughs> really good at, at like, look oh at this God. box, and then as soon as it's revealed, it's like nothing. Nothing good ever comes from a mystery box. That's why Lost sucks, apparently, <laughs> having not seen it. Because why would I? Because it sucks. <laughs> and then, and he did the same thing with like, with, in Star Trek, uh, Into Darkness, everyone's like, that's Khan. And then everyone's like, it's not Khan. And it's, it's like, it's Khan. And not only is it Khan, but who gives a fuck? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It never matters. Force awakens. Ooh, like the force is awakening. We gotta set up all this mystery stuff. Gotta set up, set up, set up, and then and then it's revealed. And it's like, oh no, a turd. <laughs> okay. To I hate JJ Abrams. I can tell just a little bit. To defend Abrams on this one, he did not have creative control over anything Star Wars when he came in. He want so okay. Here's the setup initially. Um, Kennedy was in charge. Kennedy's in charge of Lucasfilm, right? She brings in J.J. Abrams and says, "Here, you write one, and have Ryan Johnson write episode two, and I'm going to have Colin Trevorrow do episode three. Why she didn't say, "Hey, can you write episodes? Or not? Sorry, not one, two, and three, but um, 
six, uh, uh, seven, seven, eight, eight nine. nine. Why she didn't have, why she didn't go to Abrams and be like, hey, can you write seven, eight, and nine? Or at least a treatment for seven, eight, and nine, and then like direct the first one? Or why didn't she go to fucking Lawrence Kasdan, who helped write the original trilogy, and be like, hey, are you available? Can you come up with a story? Mind you, there are people who get paid thousands, like hundreds of thousands of dollars at Lucasfilm called Story Group just to make sure that all the stories and comics and books line up and that the story stays cohesive. Uh, apparently I don't know what, what they do. I guess they just play Sudoku all day because they're not fucking doing their jobs. Because just the, the, the trilogy itself, it doesn't, not only does it not line up with itself, it doesn't line up with anything Star Wars. So, but whatever. Not any, okay, rant over for that. Anywho, um, so she went to him and said, do episode seven. And he was like, cool. And they had bought Lucas's version of his treatments for 789. So that's why when people like, they didn't have a blueprint, bullshit. Because they paid for Lucas's treatments for 789. That was the blueprint. Not only that, if you want to throw that out, okay, fine. Go to the um go to the the legends which immediately first thing she does is anything that i didn't do is not canon throws all of that out so all the books she grew up reading all of the comics and anything anything that came before if it doesn't have the disney label stamped on it not canon i mean if it's not it doesn't say george lucas not canon immediately took that out so um so then when she's sitting here like I get that bit because it's like, well, in this one, they meet Santa Claus. And in this one, someone threw, threw a moon at Chewbacca. And we want to bring Chewbacca back. And yeah. also, that's really stupid. Right. But but here's here's why that angers people. You don't need because... to mention it. You can just be like, hey, right. you, you want him dead? No? All right, cool. He's back. It's fine. Well, no, the, the reason why it pisses people off is because she was actually in interviews saying... Well, it's easy. Like she's kind of like super spiteful against Marvel because everybody's like Marvel is a fucking like Marvel's everything and the universe is awesome and Star Wars is shit. Look, like what are you doing, Kennedy? And she's like, well, it's easy to do that when you have source material. Oh we don't have God, source she material. Sucks so hard. And that's why everybody's like, go fuck yourself. You literally threw away all the source material. You not only had mountains of books and comics ahead of that, you threw away even the movies as source material, and you threw away Lucas's treatment of 789. You, you had source material coming out of your ass, and you throw it away, and then you had the nerve to be like, I didn't have any source material. That's oh, why everybody's sounds, like, no, go fuck yourself. She sounds so, terrible. Anyway, so... She's not um, good at it. Anywho. So Star Wars sucks, so let's fix it. <laughs> It's not, I am not at all saying that. <laughs> I'm not saying Star Wars sucks, okay? So anyway. What's um, episode eight about? Well, no. Okay. So, but anyway, well, really quickly before I go back to that. So in defense of J.J. Abrams, he did not have, he did help write the two movies that he directed, but he didn't have creative control, which is why they were doing reshoots right up until just before. Because I mean, basically, in, with episode nine, he called in George Lucas and asked him to help on it. He and, um, so Abrams and Chris Terrio wrote a dra- wrote a script. They filmed it. Kennedy saw it and was like, no. And basically, like, a school teacher took a red pen to it and tossed out pretty much anything Lucas had to do with it and then said, here, do this instead, which is why they were doing reshoots and also why the movie feels convoluted. Is, is because she it's almost the reason, like you had one movie and then you added another one. Is she the reason that 
uh, Solo, the movie about the sexy space pirate that it makes all the jokes, wasn't funny, was too funny for her. Um, she's the reason why it was, uh, what's his name? Um, Ron Howard took over. Because originally it was um, uh, Lord and Miller. They had written, directed, they, they'd written it and directed, I think, half of it. And then she either fired them or pissed them off enough for they, so that they would leave. But all we know is, like, they separated under creative differences. How do you and have then creative she brought differences in halfway through? Yeah. Get this shit and then sorted she brought out in, before um, you start rolling cameras, before you write a script. Exactly. And so apparently she did that to literally everyone except for um, Ryan Johnson. And J.J. Abrams. So... No, she did. She did that to JJ. That's what I'm saying. That's okay. what. That's why the Rise of Skywalker was shit. And she did that to the Force Awakens too, because JJ Abrams, by the rumors, he wanted to actually do, like, he wanted to use um, Lucas's treatment for Seven as like the skeleton for his version of Seven. But she was like, no, I want it to be this. So she vetoed it and then like made changes. And then we got the Force Awakens. Um, and then, so she was the one who didn't want Lucas to, or not Lucas, I'm sorry, she, didn't, he, she was the one who didn't want Luke in the movie, because she wants her characters to be front and center. So that's what I mean by, like, it's not entirely their fault, because they didn't, the only person who had full creative control through this whole thing is the only person who didn't get fired or, like, come out in the media and be like, fuck this. And that was Ryan Johnson. So that's annoying. why she had his back in every single interview and was like, oh, he's so brave. Yeah, Ryan Johnson. She allowed Ryan Johnson to do carte blanche, but she the only notes that she gave him apparently were um, that Luke has to die. I mean, because she really did not want this to be an old trilogy. She wanted it to be her own Star Wars. She wants new characters. Get rid of the old. So that's why Akbar was in it and then killed. Like she wants the old characters gone. So, um, so you know, yeah. So that's double. why I was like, don't blame them necessarily because. They filmed what they wanted, and then she, like, tossed it and made him go read, go do reshoots. Okay. So, is there anything else? Yeah. Uh, no. So, okay, back okay, to episode Jedi. eight. So, yeah. So, Last Jedi. Um, Luke is on Oct 2, but he's researching how to, um, he's researching, he's looking for, like, a holocron or books or something. He's trying to find a method to defeat Snoke. And, um... Ray comes to her. So if we keep the, the Force Awakens the exact same, where, you know, he wasn't in it and she turns around and she goes to him. Um, she goes to her and he, he trains her. No, so yeah, she goes to him. And um, he decides to train her and he sends her into a cave, um, just like on Dagobah. And um, he tells her to confront her buried past. When in the cave, she remembers... Ben telling everyone, uh, I'm sorry, Ben killing everyone and Luke putting her on a random ship, telling the people to take her away, to take her far away where they can never find her. And then Luke wipes her memory. So that's okay. why she can't remember anything um, and why she, like, any force power she has, it's because she was trained until she was like six and then she was sent away by Luke because Ben has now gone bad and he's killing everybody. And so basically we have, we still have that flashback scene, but instead of it being Luke gone crazy and deciding to kill his nephew without That's a really fucking stupid. conversation. Yeah, yeah. because so like, that doesn't that make happening. sense because your, your father's Darth Vader and you're like, 
oh, cool. Sp hey, Space Hitler. Uh, like, I mean, son, like, come back to the light side. And he's like, oh, fuck, what have I done? And if he can do that. You sounded like, exactly like Mr. Sunday movies right there. Wasn't he, wasn't he trying to do the, that with. I said, you sounded exactly like Mr. Sunday movies. Thank you. We're both, <laughs> um, we're both um, massively passionate Australian people with the heads of animals. Okay, there you go. I mean, you could have said men, but you know, however you want to do it. <laughs> anyway, it's really stupid. Yeah. Last Jedi is so, really um, stupid. Okay, so, so in my retelling, um, the reveal is that she was being trained as a youngling and um, Luke woke up in the middle of the night to um, Kylo killing everybody. Kylo and the Knights of Ren are destroying his Jedi temple and killing all the students. And Luke was able to get to Rey and he puts her on the ship and he tells, like, he's able to, to like, steal her away. And he takes her to um, another town and he meets two people and he convinces them to like get to take her someplace. Those are the people that are on the ship that take her to Jakku. Flashes in Force Awakens. Right. So her people. memory, right, her memory of like my parent like her memory of of like somebody's supposed to take her is the people that Luke sent her to. Okay, um, okay, I like this. So, as long as you're not having it related to anyone, I like it a lot because she she got oh, a training. Yeah. She she's linked to uh, to Luke in a way, um, so it it makes her like it explains why she has the potential to use the Force, but also isn't really really stupid because the only <laughs> thing I, kn I knew from Episode Nine was that she was related to Snoke because he had sex with someone. Not Snoke. Snoke isn't real. Remember, Snoke um, is like a clone. She's related to Plagueis. Yeah, Plagueis. I mean, I'm sorry. I keep saying Plagueis. Pal uh, Palpatine. Palpatine. She's related to Palpatine. Who's Plagueis? Yeah. Plagueis is Palpatine's master. Okay. Okay. All right. Um, okay, so... So, yeah, she's um, related to Palpatine, by the way. That's a thing that happened in a movie that's she, real. Yeah, she's Palpatine's grandson. He had sex. And we find out You know what? She... You know what? Cursed Child has this exact same thing. In Cursed Child, Voldemort and, and Bellatrix had a kid. Gross. No. <laughs> and she's the main bad guy in Cursed Child for no reason at all. It's really stupid. It's stupid in there, stupid here. It's always stupid. Don't do it. Have it be some random. Anyway, your turn. <laughs> okay. Um, so then she freaks out and goes to Kylo. And Oh, so like quick aside, in the movie uh, Rise of Skywalker, the way we find out that she's related to Palpatine is she is talking to Ben in one of their like four Skypes. And um, <laughs> I mean, there's no other way to describe it. I love and she's like, who am I? And he was like, you're his granddaughter. So Kylo just tells her like, that's how we find out. And that's how she finds out. That's dumb. That's it's a, it, see, that's dumb. see, JJ Abrams <laughs> sets things up, sucks at reveals. Well, again, it's not, you know, but whatever. Um, so, um, so in my story, she freaks out and goes to Kylo, and he admits it, and they fight. Like, well, they they fight, and then finally he admits it, and then it's the same situation where like he tells her to join him. But now she's so pissed off that she was waiting on Jakku for parents that didn't exist because Jedi don't know who their parents are. They were raised by the Jedi, right? Right. So she has no idea who her actual parents are. She just knows that. Um, you know, she just finds out that her whole life is a lie. She was staying on Jakku 
for these people that she thought were her parents that she could barely remember, but it, that was all a lie. And the reason she was there was because Luke knew who she was and he put her on Jakku and he wiped her memory and she's like, that's fucked up. So she's all pissed off. So then when Kylo's like, join me, she does. She joins him? She joins him. It's fucking right. She takes his hand. Fucking right. right. I respect uh, it. Also, <laughs> you still have, um, also, is she related to anyone? Because if the answer is no, then I'm on board. I'll get to that. Okay, uh, so Finn has been in a coma this entire movie because he was sliced up the back with a fucking lightsaber. So there's no Canto Bites. There's no, like, trying to save anybody at the end. He's, and so basically you can just replace Finn with, um, with Leia because you know how Leia, like, Mary Poppins her ass back in? That doesn't happen. Fuck that. Um, <laughs> that was so stupid. So there's, and there, there's no Canto see, Bite um, at all because Finn has been in a coma the whole fucking time, okay? Because he got sliced uh, up the back with a lightsaber. I can't I, emphasize I, enough how I, that's not just a scratch. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it's just go a ahead. flesh wound. There's a, uh, there's, a, uh, <laughs> there's a YouTube channel called Fact Fiend. And in one of their episodes, they were talking about how stupid The Last Jedi was. And in one of them, uh-huh. they're like, um, uh, they said, Leia T-posing. And can you imagine if instead of him flying the fucking thing through it, that she used the force and just Mary Poppins away and just exploded the thing. And they made a gif of it. They made a little video of, of Leia T-posing and then flying and crashing and exploding the thing. It's the funniest fucking gif and I want to show it to you. Okay. Oh, um, anyway, that's dumb. Uh, so, and I hate it. And I'm glad that you got rid of it. <laughs> Thanks. Um, so in my movie... Um, and also, I I, your, I your, movie, about- your movie uh, has a good reason for her to join uh, Kylo Ren. Right. She's pissed that she found out that her life was a lie. So, mm-hmm. I mean, that'll do and, it. And as we all know, Yoda told us, anger is the path to the dark side. So, yeah, anger fear leads to suffering. Anyway, um, <laughs> so in my movie, there's no, like, stupid-ass slow chase, because that's dumb. Uh, <laughs> Sounds so, dumb. Because, I mean, the whole time, I was just sitting there like, wait, why aren't they going after him? And it's like, oh, we can't catch him, but we can outlast him. If you can outlast him, why can't you? That doesn't make any sense. And why yeah, don't you just, just fucking... Faster go yeah, yeah or like if they can go faster but they don't if they can go faster but you have enough fuel to outlast them why wouldn't you try to chase them because you'd just be like well they're gonna run out of fuel, out of fuel so fuck it let's just send tie fighters after them like what that makes no damn sense like and just uh, so many things also, also space is in 3d they can't get to them so you can have like it's like oh did they go this way we don't know because it's in 3D. We can, they could have gone up. Well, see, and, and so my whole thing was like, if they couldn't catch them because their, their ships aren't as fast as the other ships, go through fucking hyperdrive and come closer. Like, it doesn't make, whatever. Anyway, <laughs> like the whole, like a two and a half hour movie of the slowest chase ever. And it was so boring. Also, um, the general didn't explain her plan to anyone so that, so that everyone didn't trust her. And then Leia yeah, then is Holdo's like, not in you mind. should have trusted her. And I'm like, fuck you, explain shit. Well, okay, so the one thing that didn't bother me in, in um, The Last Jedi was that, because everybody's looking at it as a civilian, like, why didn't you just tell him? But in the military, 
Because remember, this is like military ranks, right? In the military, yeah. the leader doesn't have to tell the people below them a damn thing. That's just the way it is. So I'm not really pissed at that. Um, the fact that he was a general, like you should have told, or not, he wasn't a general. He was a, um, he was a, like, no, he was a general. Yeah, the fact that he was a general, like, yeah, the, a certain amount of respect is shown to the generals. You should tell your admirals and generals the plan. So with her, like, keeping him out of it, you could say she did it because Leia had just demoted him. That's not the problem. The problem is her character is completely inconsistent. She has this stupid-ass plan that she doesn't tell anybody. Forget that she doesn't tell Poe. Fuck that. He's beneath her. She doesn't tell a goddamn person. She doesn't tell so Leia? she's just, like, got this plan. She, didn't, she told Leia, literally Leia. But by now, Leia's in a fucking coma. So it doesn't mean, it, like, it doesn't... That is, so basically nobody else knows. And that, like, everybody's like, we're all gonna die. This is a fucking suicide mission now. And also... Her master plan makes no fucking sense because they can see you out the goddamn window. How do you, they literally, she's like, oh, we're going to be masked by, like when Poe figures it out and he's like, oh, it's brilliant because we'll be masked by that, by whatever. I'm like, no, you like, yeah, you'll be masked on the radar, but all they have to do is look out a fucking window and they can be like, hey, they just released all the fucking pods and they're going straight for that planet over there. Also, it's the nearest planet. Why wouldn't they assume you're going? The whole thing—it doesn't make any fucking sense. Anyway, so no, Holdo is not. Person with a very long neck. I've seen those images. (laughs) That was very funny. Holdo is not in my version. If we're gonna do any scenes on ships, it's gonna be between Leia and um, Akbar. Also, if you want, if you're forced to kill off these people, then no, really not. It's your thing. Well, no, because I like if you have studio restraints. Like if if Kennedy is like you have to kill off Leia. Okay, no, you're in charge. Then Fuck if that. you have to kill off Leia, then Leia dies when Kylo comes after. Or if you're gonna have the whole thing of Kylo coming after people, then you'll have like just like in any Star Wars movie, you have peons die. You don't have actual characters that we know die. And then if anybody is gonna do the go through hyperspace thing, it's gonna be General Akbar. You're gonna give him that kind of. Akbar is going to die in a hero's welcome or he's going to be in the next movie. He's not going to go out like a punk off screen where we don't see him. And Leia's not going to fucking Mary Poppins back in. None of that shit happens. Actually, the whole thing doesn't happen because I'm not doing the slowest not chase in space ever. So, whatever. Um, so, but the By reason the way, why... You don't need to kill them. You're in charge. Okay. Um, so, the reason why... They're, um, but you know, it's, it's Star Wars, so you still need to have some kind of like war type of situation happen. Um, okay. But the reason for urgency in this case isn't because like, oh, it's going to be down to like 12 people and they're all going to die. It's because Finn is on a, um, on a med ship someplace that is under attack and Poe is trying to get to Finn because Finn is still in a coma. Because remember, Finn's been in a coma the whole movie. So Poe's trying to get to the med bay where Finn is, because if they destroy it, Finn's dead. So that's my reasoning for the battle in space. It's like the resistance, first of all, if you watch The Force Awakens, their big bad was the was Starkiller base, and it fucking blew up. So how do you begin The Last Jedi with the resistance has wiped out the, or uh, the, for, the First Order has wiped out the resistance? What the fuck? They just lost, like, what? So, in mine, like, they haven't recouped, but they're in the process of recouping. And while they're in the process of recouping, they're trying to snuff out any time, anywhere they hear of the resistance. So they get intel that, like, oh, there's a med bay, and they try to go take that down. And that just so happens to be where Finn is. So Poe is trying to save the day to 
get to Finn. So okay. that's that's my like battle. That's my space battle. That's the reason for my space battle, I should say, because the space battle is just pew pew boom boom. But the like reason for my pew, space pew, battle pew, is very funny. <laughs> Thanks. Um, and then um, at the end, Ray has gone dark. Luke is distraught because you know the whole like the truth shall set you free. Well, the truth didn't set him free. The truth made Ray go to the dark side. And Luke still hasn't found... Yeah, right? Um, and it still hasn't... So now Luke is... He, it's, it's very much like Empire Strikes Back energy where it's like, yes, the main characters are all still alive, but they're all kind of in peril because now the so-called good person, you know, the person we're thinking is going to be the next Jedi is Ray, and she's gone to the dark side. So now the last Jedi is Luke. Fun. Dun, dun, dun. Right. So it's not like Rey or like the Jedi Order or whatever. It's the Luke is the last Jedi. Um, and so he's got to he and when he talks to Force Ghost like Yoda and Obi Wan and his father. Oh, you because his Obi-Wan father. Well, with, um... Um, I I'm not sure, but like if so, there'd be a Force Ghost. But it would be in the exact same capacity they were in the original trilogy where they don't, like, light trees on fire and shit. They just sit and have a conversation, and yeah. they're, like, little because guidance. Because if you're a force ghost and you can set fire to lightning, why don't you set fire to set lightning to, like, the bad guys? Right? That sounds like a so, Sith power. Um, In fact, it was a Sith right. power. Summoning lightning was Lightning what, is a Sith power. Yeah. yeah, so don't have Yoda blow up a tree with lightning. Um, so at the end of this movie, things are bleak because Luke is the last Jedi. Ray has gone to the dark side. Finn still hasn't come out of his um, of his coma, and um, and the resistance is like down because even though so the resistance isn't down to like twelve people like it is at the end of the Last Jedi, it still has numbers. But they're distraught because like Poe was able to save Finn, but only Finn. So they still lost the hospital and they lost like a lot of their people. Because cause the First Order was still able to, like, blow it up. So okay. it's still, like, it still ends on a down note. But there's, it's not like there are just 10 people left in the Resistance. It's like, yeah, there's still a Resistance base and there's still a bunch of people. But they've suffered a setback. So it's not, like, a joyous time. Um, and it looks like the remaining of the First Order, like, remember I said, like, in the beginning, the First Order was scrambling to kind of reset. Yeah. Well, they've been slowly making progress through the whole movie. And now at the end, they've returned. So they're, they don't have a Starkiller base, but they've, they've amassed, like, more people. And they're almost to peak, with, like, that they were at before. And, um, and the Resistance is like, oh, no, we're in trouble. And there are – so I do answer the questions because, you know, the three questions were, who is Ray? Who is Luke? Or who is Ray? What was Luke doing? And who is Snoke, right? Okay, so I like the so couple of notes. One, I like the answer okay. is uh, to who is Ray is both uh, important, uh, affects her character, and isn't really stupid. So like those three things are great yeah. for me. So thank you for that. Two, uh, um, even though I didn't see Rise of Skywalker, right? I'll see your third movie if this is how oh, this, okay. how this fucking uh, ends, and you have. 
You have like Ray's turned to the dark side. Kylo Ren is like has all the power. Snoke is still a massive threat, and Luke fucked up. Right. I'd be like, I want to see how this resolves. It sounds amazing. Right. Um. So you might not want to be all that eager because one thing that you really liked, I didn't keep. Um. So as long as um she's not related to anyone, that's fine. Yeah. Because what I really, about that? Ah. Yeah. <laughs> Don't fuck okay, yourself so, for me. So you remember when I kept saying, I kept accidentally saying Plagueis instead of Palpatine? You're going to make it Plagueis? That's because Snoke, no, uh, not her. Snoke. Okay. Snoke is Darth Plagueis. Okay, that's fine. In my version. So, um, so instead of killing him, I make him revealed to be even bigger than, he's the bigger bad. Because um, Darth, Darth Plagueis was... Darth Sidious's, so Palpatine's Sith name is Darth Sidious. Uh-huh. Darth Plagueis was Darth Sidious's um, mentor. And Darth Sidious killed him, but not until after Darth Sidious became obsessed with immortality and learning how to live beyond his own death. So there actually is a reason for Darth Plagueis to be able to still be alive. Because even Sidious himself said he had learned how to keep people alive. He says that in um, the original trilogy. And, and the prequels um, in, as well. I'm sorry, in the prequels. That, that's what I meant, in the prequels. Oh, by the um, way, another so, thing is that um, Disney is really, really ashamed of the prequels. And I like that you're bringing elements from the prequels into... Well, I mean, at this point, it's canon, so you may as well, you know? Yeah. I mean, so, we don't um, like the prequels so, yeah. for obvious reasons, but... I but like you know what? That, I don't... But some of, the, some of the stuff in the prequels is good. It's just presented well. Yeah, but the, the thing whole that I don't like about the prequels is the execution. It's not that I don't like the story. Yeah. It has a good the... story. It's just told poorly. Exactly. So I like that we're bringing in the stuff, stuff from the prequels. It makes sense. It works. And I like it. And it doesn't break canon. It sticks to canon. So instead of being like, oh, the dark side of the forest has many methods people would consider unnatural, we're just going back to, like, yeah, you remember in the second movie, or I think it was third, in the third movie, when Sidious was, or sorry, he was Palpatine at the time, when Palpatine was telling Anakin, yeah, I killed, like, um, have you heard the story of Darth Plagueis the Wise? Oh, he was so obsessed with being immortal, and then his apprentice killed him. And then we come back to, or did he? Because remember when you were like, yeah, he found a way to keep people alive. Did you think he wouldn't apply it to himself? That's why he looks all shriveled up and crappy because he's Darth Plagueis. Because he survived Plagueis' attempt on his life, but he had to go into hiding in the Outer Rim until he was strong enough to come back. And he knows the story that happened with, you know, the original trilogy. And he was biding his time until Plagueis was taken down because he was not strong enough to take on Plagueis. So, and he's afraid of Luke Skywalker because he's not sure if he's strong enough to take on Luke, but he's positive that if he can switch, what do all of the Darth people want to do with the Skywalkers? They want to turn him. Sidious wanted to turn Anakin. He even wanted to turn Luke. Darth Vader tried to turn Luke. So Plagueis wants to turn Kylo, and in order to do it, he pretends to be Snoke. So Snoke is Darth Plagueis. It all makes sense, going back to the original trilogy, no, so I, that's I the like most it. common the, sense thing to me. I like it. It works. Okay. So you're ready for the part that you don't like? Yeah, she, he's related to someone. Yeah, and that you don't like it? Yes. She is... Drum roll, please. She's Leia's daughter. All right. <laughs> which, which explains why she's powerful, 
but I also don't have her being overpowered because in every movie she displays she displays things that it's like you need training for that like Luke everybody's like Luke was like that no Luke did not use a Jedi mind trick until the second movie third movie and he had been trained already or third movie was it third movie it was third movie because yeah, he, he didn't use because it, it was movie. when he was dressed in all in black in the second movie he moved yeah. the rock once yeah that in the second movie we saw him training and he was failing miserably at it yeah and, and he's then, the son of and then Darth he Vader, left so. and then he left his training and and yet is like and then um <laughs> after that he came after after the second movie he's like okay so like i'm pretty good at using the force but i'm nowhere near as good so he went back to yoda and presumably over the course of like three or four years he finished his training that's the point in the in empire strikes back he's like he, he starts his training and then between empire and um return of jedi he completed it yeah well and it's um it's kind of assumed because we see uh we see what's his name um obi-wan as a force ghost, it's assumed that Obi-Wan continues to train him as a force ghost, like in that time in between the two movies. I thought Yoda um, did it. So, well, no, Yoda didn't die yet. Remember, Yoda dies in the third. Yeah, but he died in the third movie. But I assumed that. Right, I'm talking about his... the space between the I, second and the third. I did he did Yoda die in the second movie? What do you in the third? third one? He doesn't. Yoda doesn't get introduced until the second movie. Yeah, that's what I thought. So um, I thought that that Luke went back to Yoda to complete his training, not with Obi-Wan. Right, he did go back to Yoda to complete his training in the third movie. But in between the second and third movie, he was training with, Obi- with the ghost of Obi-Wan, is what I'm saying. Oh, okay. That's As someone who, anyway, who um, mistakes Star Wars and Star Trek all the time, um, I'm going to leave that to you. Okay. <laughs> I'll defer to you. Yeah, that was Probably fine. That was so, my assumption. Okay, so I like it. And the reason I like it is for two reasons. One, Rey uh, is trained by Luke, so it would make sense that she'd be like she'd be the daughter of 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 uh, of Leia. And then uh, and then when uh, Carrie Fisher dies, you can have a scene that honors oh. Rey uh, that honors Leia, unless um, we they managed to film before. She died. I'm not sure how that worked. Well, okay. In real time, she died. Like, they had done all of the principal photography, but they hadn't done any reshoots. Um, so it, what I would have done is, originally, I would not have had her die. But then hearing about her death, I would have written in a scene where, like, I would have tried to use footage to write in the scene to kill her off in some kind of way. And um, it, because I wouldn't, to me, it's like, don't disgrace her by fucking with her in a third movie. Now, don't get me wrong. I am not complaining about what they did with Rise of Skywalker because, it, you know, it is what it is. They couldn't, they did what they could. They didn't CGI her. They didn't do like, um, like with Rogue One where they like did a CGI mask of her. It's they didn't do that. Um, what they did was they took scenes that she had shot for, um, for Force Awakens and Return of the Jedi and they were basically like outtakes and they wrote dialogue around it so that it seemed like these characters are like they wrote other characters to talk to her where she could answer what she did in those scenes did it sound as awkward as you as i think it did um in some in it she's in a quite a few scenes like that in a couple of the times it's blink and you miss it and it doesn't really matter 
but then a couple of times you're like oh they are totally talking to a green screen <laughs> so um it just but it's still like it's so heartbreaking to see her that you don't really judge it you're just like well you know whatever it, so, it's what they um, have you're do. going to it's have her be killed off well Principal i wouldn't have originally and principal photography no i wouldn't have had her killed off but then when you get the news that she died and you have you're still like you haven't done any reshoots yet then i would rewrite something and find a way to kill her character off i'm going to that is give you, like a noble way so that it, she's not in the next one i'm going to give you a pass and say that that you have completed and filmed a scene where she uh where she where ray finds out that Lay is her mother, and you do whatever you want to with that. Okay. Well, the scene, it's really simple. Um, if you watch the scene where, um, so in The Force Awakens, a lot of people get pissed off at this. When, um, when Ray comes back with, um, with Finn's body, and she's got Chewie and BB-1, and um, Leia runs up to hug her, and everybody's like, why would she hug her? She doesn't know her. Well, that's why, because she is, she knows that she's her daughter. Also, there's a scene in The Force Awakens where, um, this is why I swear that the original intent was for, for her to be the daughter. Um, the scene in The Force Awakens where Han Solo is talking to, um, to Maz Kanata and, and uh, Rey walks away to go find Finn. And Maz looks at Han and says, Who's the girl? And Han gives a look that's kind of like, mm, yeah, you're not going to like it kind of look. J.J. Abrams setup thing. It's like, right. well, and we're setting it up, we have to no plan scene. at all. Okay, but then, so then it immediately cuts to another scene. The next time we see Maz, she's talking to Ray, and she tells her, you're, don't go back to Jakku. Your family's not on Jakku. This is your story now. That lightsaber called to you. And that's why everybody's like, oh, the lightsaber called to her meaning she's got some kind of connection to it. And everybody's like, oh, she's got to be, um, she's got to be Luke's daughter. But I think that the lightsaber called to her because she's Darth Vader's granddaughter. I mean, that makes sense. So, uh, it's not, I mean, it's all about setup, I guess. And I like the fact that there's no, I am your father scene. I mean, there sort of no. is, but like not with Luke, which would have been really stupid. Like right. this Luke is the kind of thing that is that yeah. like sounds dumb, but you can set it up well. And assuming that like you set it up well, so we haven't actually talked about episode yeah. nine, have we? So, no. Um, so all of so this happens, we're going to start out with episode eight, and then uh, and yeah. everyone's everyone's having a bad time. Ray's on the dark side. Right. It's, it starts out like dour because that's that's the biggest problem I had with the Last Jedi. It's like an end. It's like, okay, you know, there's only 12 of us, but hey, we all got away and we're partying. It's like, wait, you just saw all these people die and you guys are just like chilling, having cocktails and shit. What the fuck? Also, like, also not- as a sidebar, um, Finn is a former, a former uh, stormtrooper or whatever. Um, and if you're like, it's not called Stormtrooper, it's basically Stormtrooper. They're even wearing the same outfits. But um, he's a former Stormtrooper. No, he is a Stormtrooper. Okay, cool. It's called Stormtrooper. All right, sick. Yeah. So he's a former stormtrooper, and like he's just murdering everyone, just like woo, yeah. stormtroopers. Ah, it's the best. I'm like, fuck you. That's your best friend. You just killed Carl. <laughs> you don't. You don't care right. about Carl right now. So 
And you know what? At least in the first one, they did a little bit of it. They kind of forget that and then come back to it and then like ignore it again. So like when he um, when he was fight the first time he fought with the lightsaber, he was fighting a guy who knew him, and he was like, "You fucking traitor!" And they yeah, um, fans call him. Fans gave him the designation TR ATAR. Yeah. Um, so that guy, they remembered it a little bit in the Force Awakens, but then next thing you know, he's like killing people like relentlessly again. Yeah. Um, so I'm assuming that like so, <laughs> like we're doing all of this major uh, but stuff. I'm, I'm assuming he's not killing anybody. He's in a coma. Yeah. He, he basically only fights um, uh, Kylo Ren, right? And then immediately. Um, no, it. like I said, I don't. If I don't change the Force Awakens in my The Last Jedi, Finn is entirely absent. Because he's in a back to tank the whole time because he's in a coma because he got sliced up the back with a fucking lightsaber. Okay. I can't so. stress enough how that is not a scratch. <laughs> <laughs> it's like uh it's so. like in uh Monty Python Holy Grail where they um fight his the arm black and his leg cut off. Yeah, it's like it's yeah. just a flesh wound. Yeah. <laughs> it's like hopping around on one arm or on one leg. Yeah. Oh, um God, I love that. So in my episode nine um then comes two Hooray! right um and it turns out so when finn comes to he's um it's somewhat like luke if you go back so i'm i'm doing a lot of callbacks to the original trilogy as well i'm not following storyline exactly but i'm following the precedent set in the other movies so if you remember, like, Luke, after his fights and, and everything, whenever he gets beaten up, like, when he lost his hand and he was in the back to tank, or, like, actually, he was in the back to tank before that. But anyway, anytime Luke gets, like, beaten up, he goes into the back to tank, and then, like, an unspecified amount of time later, he comes out, and he's in recovery for, like, a little time. bit, and then, right, and then he's good to go. Well, it's not like he gets, you know, he gets bruised up and he's immediately good to go. Like, clearly there's time that has to pass and then he's okay. So in the beginning of this one, Finn comes to. And so he's like, because of course the back to tank kind of like heals you, but it does it in a way where like it has to like knock you out and put you into a coma. And like, but then it completely heals your wounds. So now you just kind of have to like worry about getting around again, like kind of retrain yourself. And so... But it doesn't take, it's not like you have to like learn how to walk again. You just kind of have to like, you've, you've been, your body's been out of commission for several weeks. So you have to like kind of recoup, you know, you can't just get up and, and take off and you're as, as strong as possible. So he starts to recoup in the beginning. Um, throughout the story, he, so this is not going to be me like telling the whole story because yes, I did write that down, but I can't find it. So <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be the beats that I remember. Um, also, so I don't think we have time for an entire story. Well, there you go. Um, so he, um, it turns out he is force sensitive and Luke discovers this. And by discover, I mean like Luke senses it because like he comes to and Luke is like, oh, the force is strong in this one. And then um, he starts training him. And in How the process of training him. to train him? Because we've had, we've had just utter failure throughout the entire thing. And then he's like, oh, you're a former stormtrooper with like a tragic past and uh, and then they have a like a conversation that leads to okay luke what um, so training him in the first place remember who you're talking about this isn't jake skywalker from fucking last jedi this is my this is original luke skywalker 
who saw good in Darth Vader and was like, I can turn you. You don't think he can turn the stormtrooper who turned on his own? You don't think he can train him? That's of course point. he can train him. It's fucking Luke Skywalker. Yeah, fuck okay. you, Jake. <laughs> so, so yeah, this That's isn't a like point. the down and guy. He this is like actual Luke Skywalker. He tends to light side himself <laughs> and therefore it's like, well right. done. You are strong. You're strong-willed. You have massive uh, potential. Jedi, uh, I'm on board. Let's do this. Exactly. And so when Luke was starting to feel a little down, and remember throughout, the, the, throughout episode eight, we see Luke talk to the Force Ghost of his father, Yoda, Obi-Wan, whatever. Um, so we know that Luke is still in contact with these Force Ghosts, okay? And, um, and then when we, in episode nine, he's talking to a Force Ghost. I don't know. It doesn't really matter which one. And then um, it could even be Yoda. And we could even recycle the plant because, like, he could be down. He's not, like depressed suicidal luke like we saw in in the other last jedi this is just like like go back to um empire strikes back when it's like oh like bummed luke but he's not like down and out he's just like we have to figure something else out right yeah and he so, can be like what do we do and he's like you have this he's kind of down a little bit and he gets you know visited by yoda right and um he's down because he's he feels he failed both kylo and ray and they both turn to the dark side. And then Yoda's, again, like, no, there is another. Only maybe instead of Yoda, because that would be too tongue-in-cheek, have it be Anakin. Be like, no, there is another. And then um, Luke senses the Force. You don't have to use that goes. exact line, because that exact line would be a bit much. And, um, you but it's, it shows symmetry, though. I mean, I, mean, so, I think, yeah, it, I get it. So here's the thing. Remember that my versions are not complete rewrites of the original trilogy the I way the other ones are. That. I need to remember that because, like, because of Force Awakens and and the Rise of Skywalker, I'm like, I just don't want any references at all. So I get it. All right, <laughs> fine, have that reference. Yeah. So it's not. So I'm not like shoving them in. It's just like a couple here and there. But the right. the one when you see them in my versions, they directly tie to the plot, and not just the plot of like this movie, but the overall Skywalker plot. Like all the Skywalkerness is all like it's one cohesive tale from one to nine is what i'm what i'm aiming for so um and then the reason why i i'm doing it this way why plagueis is the villain is because that does tie back to the original trilogy and it makes sense that he would be the villain in you know if he was able to kind of voldemort as you would say and mm -hmm. like hang out in the on the outer rim and then rise up when he gets enough power and when he senses, ooh, I can like I can't get to Luke because let's say he saw the whole thing go down and he's like, oh, okay, they tried to get to Luke, they tried to turn Luke, and instead Palpatine died. You know, Palpatine and Vader died. Okay, I can't get to Luke. Oh, there's another Skywalker that's really strong, and he's riding that line of the light and dark. I can turn him. And so then, that explains why then he got to turn Ray as well. I'm thinking, right, well, exactly. I'm thinking that while uh, Finn is being trained, we're getting uh, scenes with uh, Ray also being Ray trained. Ray being trained on the dark side. Exactly. It's so fun. it's like camping up, right? So, um, yeah. So, Finn, so Luke goes and starts training Finn, and Ray starts being trained. Now, of course, there's still that emotional, like, I, like Finn has decided I can pull Ray back to the light. And Luke because he's fucking Luke Skywalker <laughs> has decided that he can pull 
both of them, or at the very least, he can pull Kylo back to the light. Because really? he's fucking Luke Skywalker, and that's kind of his thing. I would have thought that so, he would aim for, um, for Rey, and then as a backup, it's like, hopefully we'll get Kylo, but definitely Rey. No, it makes sense for Finn to aim for Rey, because remember in The Force Awakens, oh, yeah. so, he so got injured two... trying to save her. Yeah, so Finn's aiming to help Rey, and Luke's doing that, uh, helping Kylo Ren, and they both, and you can have it so be like, Luke saves uh, Kylo, and then, um, and then Finn saves Rey, and then something happens. Okay, so... Well, I'm then, very excited! I want to see this! Helping and saving. Yes, <laughs> getting them from the dark side back to the light side. Turning them back, exactly. Yeah, turning them back. Okay. Alright. Yes, um, I'm very excited! I want to see this! I want to see this movie! <laughs> That's, you're really good okay, at this. So, um, so I'm a Star uh, Wars fan. I would watch the fucking Clone Wars with you if this was the movie they made. <laughs> so, um, the word gets around about what happened in The Force Awakens with Starkiller Base killing all the things. And mm-hmm. the galaxy's like, fuck that. We've been through this shit before. No. <laughs> so, they all rise Exact up. dialogue. So, every, yeah, that, everybody's that line was like, well, because it's kid. only. <laughs> well, because, because you know what? It's amazing to me that everybody, it's like, okay, think of how long ago World War II was, okay? When we had Nazis, right? Right. If we were, so World War II was, it ended in the 1940s. That was 60 years ago. And it is still very much on all of our minds. 60 years ago. That shit happened the years that my parents were born, right? That's right. when that shit ended. Literally, the last year was the year my mom was born. She's dead down. She was in. Her, she died in her seventies. Okay, so that's how fucking long ago that shit was going on. Okay, in Star Wars, in the Star Wars universe, Darth Vader and Palpatine and all of that and everything that happened in the in the, the events of the Return of the Jedi yeah. happened thirty years ago. So that's they would have happened long. just a couple years before you were born. But everybody just suddenly forgot and is like, oh, I see no problem here. Stormtroopers, yeah, we're good with that. What the fuck? Like, there's no, that doesn't make any sense. That doesn't make any sense. That everybody would just be okay with it. So, in my version, right. So, in my version of the world, um, the First Order was never uber powerful. They were mainly just snuffing out, like, the Resistance. And that's why they killed the Republic, because they were like, hey, if they organize, they're going to take us out. Because people are going to be like, nah, fuck that. We're not doing this again. We just did that, right? Like, we, already, we all have the t-shirts. We don't need this anymore. So, um, so that's why, in my version, like, what happens is on other planets, because like they showed in Jakku, she heard the tales of Luke Skywalker, but she heard it was a legend. So as you see, like, on, the, on different planets, it's just like on this planet, but in different countries. Like, you don't necessarily know everything that's going on in the U.S. I have no idea what's going on in Australia. And, you know, like, Indonesia, do they have any clue what's going on in Australia? We don't know, because we're all, even though we're all on the same planet, we're still very disconnected, because we're within our little bubbles, right? So for me, that's what happened, was, like, everybody was in their little bubbles, and they heard rumors of the First Order, but since the First Order never really came to their planet, they were like, whatever, no big deal. But then as soon as they heard what happened, was they, had, they heard that they had Starkiller base and they took out the Republic, that's when people were like, no, nah, fuck that. We're taking that shit out. So, um, 
so that's that's one thing that happens um and that explains why all because in rise of skywalker there's the scene similar to endgame where like all the heroes like everybody comes at the end to, to save people and um in rise of skywalker uh sidious has his final order which is like just a shit ton of um dreadnoughts and the resistance has like seven fucking ships and they're like, we're, and it's like seven, like, you know, A-wings. So it's like, yeah, they can't, they have nothing against it. And, um, and then they get the word out. Like, remember in, in uh, The Last Jedi, they were like, put out the call, see if anybody answers. And basically everybody was like, nah, fuck you. Well, in my version, they don't put out the call until episode nine. And when they put out the call, that's why everybody comes. It's not like they said, fuck you, the last movie. And then everybody just shows up in this movie. Because, so for me, it's like the events of the, of the second movie, like there's no, the only, the only big space battle happened where like they're trying to take out the resistance um, medical frigate. Other than that, the, the first order has pretty much laid low. Again, they're not going to different planets, like showing, making their presence known because they know that people are going to start to fight back because people were like, no, we did this. So when people, when the word gets out, people are like, okay, yeah, fuck you. So then they all, when they all show up, there's a reason. You're like, ha-ha, yay, they're here. Um, and um, so now Finn has the task of trying to turn Ray, and he does, but... Ooh. Well, she kind of died. Oh. <laughs> so, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so she dies. Um, Pal- Plagueis kills her. Because um, Plagueis is still around. It's not Palpatine, it's Plagueis. And Plagueis is trying to, in his, like, weakened Snoke form, he's trying to, you can have him do the same thing that, like, that Sidious was going to do, where, like, I need your body so that I can be more powerful, only he's, he's alive, he's in the body he's in, but he wants to turn her, or, well, he's already turned her, but um, he wants to take over, and Finn is able to turn her, and then once she turns, Plagueis is like, okay, you're dead. And so he kills her. And when all of this is happening, Kylo is basically like a Darth Vader where he's watching all this shit. Because remember, she's his sister in my story. So he's watching this shit happen. And he's also had a couple of fights with Luke. And every time Luke tries to talk to him, like Luke, instead of, if you're going to have four Skypes, it's not going to be between Kylo and Rey. It's going to be Luke trying to talk to Kylo. And we're going to see that um, when Kylo was hearing Darth Vader's voice, because, you know, The Force Awakens, he was like, grandfather, tell me your plan, blah, blah, blah. Well, um, it turns out he's got, a, he either has a Sith holocron or it's when he touches Vader's helmet, he gets um, a vision of Darth Vader. And so... Is he... Is he um... In the original one, that doesn't make sense because, like, if he was actually talking to um, the Force Ghost of Anakin, which is what it was implying, no. uh, if he was actually talking to him, he'd be like, dude, I turned to the light side. No, 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 no. See, this, this, but, but is, this where, is where there's a difference. Yeah, no. So he was never talking to the Force Ghost of Anakin. That's why you have to have the Force Ghost of Anakin in the fucking thing because he's fucking Skywalker and this is a story. Yeah, so Anakin is the forced ghost that talks to Luke. Um, Luke. So Luke talks to Anakin's forced ghost, 
but Vader is not a forced ghost. It's um, so this I took this straight from the comics because this is in the comics um, where the Sith, the dark side can leave like a person can leave their essence on something so they can kind of haunt an object. And it's not any object. It's something they used a lot. Like, for example, Vader's helmet that he wore literally every single day or okay. his lightsaber. So his lightsaber called to Rey. Why? Because she's his granddaughter. And his helmet called to Kyla. Why? Because he's his grandson. So, um, so when he was, so for me, when he was talking to him, it's not actually Anakin. It's the, it's like the, the, um, it's like a haunting of an object that he used every single day. So in other words, his dark, the dark side is so powerful that if you use the same object over and over and over again, you're going to imprint on it. Kind of like he did on his lightsaber kind of like he would do on his face mask, which makes perfect sense that these would be the objects to call to them. So, um, so that's what it is for me. It's not, he's not actually talking to the force ghost because the Sith don't have force ghosts. Okay. So, so um, he turned to the light side and his uh, dark side or whatever was put into the helmet and his light side became a force ghost. Right, well, the dark side, his dark side essence was in the helmet because he was, uh, when he was wearing the helmet, he was dark. Remember when he died, when he turned to the light, he had Luke take the helmet off of him. So that, again, it makes sense. Like the helmet is filled with his dark side essence. So he has Luke remove the helmet. Well, that's clever. And in his last moments, right before he becomes a force ghost, he doesn't, he's not wearing that helmet, which is imbued like with the darkness, right? So again, it actually, if you go down the rabbit hole of lore, it actually makes sense. Um, so I'm not just like pulling this out of my ass. I actually got it from a comic. Um, All right. So it's clever when he's yeah. So he's like talking to that. But remember when he kept like feeling the pull of the light, right? Well, so right. his force DMs were between he and Luke with Kylo. Um, his force DMs were between he and Luke, and um, I would love to have it be between <laughs> he and his mother. But uh, but Carrie Fisher dead. died. So right. So um, and it can't be with Han Solo. Because Han's not a force user. You have to be what a force happened with Han to Solo? be able to be a force I, I heard, I heard, He's dead. Uh, Yeah, but I know. But he was back. Oh, you mean in the movie in yeah. Rise of Skywalker? Oh. Um, he's not actually... So, yeah, he's there and he has a conversation with them and it goes the other way. This was his turn to the light side in the Rise of Skywalker. Um, but in... Um, but he's not... He's not a force ghost. What it is, is this is the way they explain Leia dying. Um, Leia has one last attempt to try to turn Kylo Ren to good and so she goes into a meditation and she presents herself as Han Solo to Oh wow Kylo. So he, They what, couldn't think when, of anything <laughs> So when Ben is talking to his father it is actually a force projection done by his mother and just like when Luke died after doing a force projection she dies. Okay. That's how so, she dies. That's dumb. So, yeah. um, so we have, uh, we have Luke turning um, Kylo to the light side. Ray's now dead. Everything's gone to shit. What happens next? No, Luke is trying to turn Kylo to that's the light side. Luke's um, trying to turn into the light yeah. side. Ray's now dead. What happens? Ray, um, okay, so, um, well, Ray dies in like a final fight, so she's not dead like halfway through the movie. Um, so um, it turns out, like, it turns out Plagueis has a holocron that he's, like, put his, his, um, 
you know, his power into. And, um, or he's got a holocron that's like, that's going to make him like more powerful. And Anakin, 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 not Vader, but actual Anakin, the ghost of Anakin visits Ben because Luke is like, I don't think I'm getting through to him. He's talking to his dad. He's like, I don't think I'm getting through to him. And then Ben, and then Anakin shows up to him. And it's actually Anakin that is able, Luke wasn't able to turn him this time. It's Anakin that turns Ben and instructs Ben on how to destroy Plagueis. And Anakin and Ben kills Plagueis. So in that way, even though Anakin didn't himself destroy Plagueis, Anakin is still key in how Plagueis gets destroyed. Because without Anakin's force ghost coming back and talking to Ben, he stays Kylo Ren. He doesn't destroy the, he doesn't destroy Plagueis. And he quite possibly kills Luke. Cool. You're tying it into the prophecy because he's the chosen one. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, So even from the dead, he's still, you know why? Because he's a fucking, it's a Skywalker saga. So he's got to have something to do in every fucking movie. So in my version, he's in at least the last two because he wasn't in Force Awakens. And remember, I can't change that. So, but in my two, he's like Anakin. I think it's fine that he's not in the first one because he's sort of dead and linked to Luke. Well, I mean, so yeah, to be I, fair, I, I Luke like bringing, isn't even on the first one. Yeah, I like bringing him so, back yeah. for this. It's, it, I think it works well. Yeah, okay, so he's so in he both, turns, he's he in turns, both episodes um, eight and nine. Um, so in the process, remember there's like fights and everything. So Luke is trying to turn Ben. It's not really working. So Luke fights Plagueis. He suffers a fatal wound. Oh. Ray and, um, Ray and, and, um, and Finn fight. And it's the same thing where like Finn is not trying to kill Ray. But Ray is Ray's trying to either recruit Finn or like she sees it just won't work, so she tries to kill him. But Finn is able to t- turn her to the light, and as like right after he turns her to the light, Plagueis kills her. So now she she's dead, dead. But she can return as a Force ghost. But yeah, she's dead. Um, <laughs> and, and then um, Plagueis and Luke go at it, and that's why Anakin has to come to Ben because Luke is actually outmatched by Plagueis and um and Plagueis is about to win in fact Plagueis does strike a fatal blow to Luke and so we get to see Snoke fighting Luke we get to see the big you know the big throwdown and um and through seeing all of this destruction Ben is turned and he destroys you know he destroys whatever he has to to kill Plagueis and now the rise of Skywalker is Ben Sky is it's Ben Solo. Ben is the Skywalker that rises mm. because he's the last guy. He's also the last Skywalker because everybody else is now dead. So I um, like it. Yeah, I think it's um, great. It's also yeah, on thanks. time, which I which I respect. <laughs> so yeah, so that's my like quick rewrite of that. And I did have a version where I rewrote the whole trilogy, and instead of it being the First Order, I just did like Yuuzhan Vong coming out because like. That's part of Legends. So I like basically bring Legends into canon and go, hey, yeah, let's do that. Let's have some Chiss show up and be like, hey, you got to, these guys, they're coming, they're bad. And the thing about the Yuuzhan Vong is that they, um, they are more, they're more superior than Force users. So like the way a Force user is superior to a regular person, like the Yuuzhan Vong is, is more superior to them because they right. use like sentient weapons so it's some crazy <laughs> shit but of course that's going to be like hard to film so i don't know if that would work no, but that would I be my it. like if i were to do it on my own all right so there it is. I, I like i like your version of the trilogy um thank you 
it's it's good. It uh, ties everything together. It's not really dumb. That's my main thing. <laughs> Even though I did still have her related. I mean, yeah, but you made it work. You you weren't just like, I'm going to have it related because that's what they did in the other movie. Like, no, it's because it works. Because in, in uh, Force Awakens, it's like, we need a giant ship to destroy everything because that's what happened in the first movie. And then in the second movie, we're going to make it so that she isn't related to someone because we are clever. And then the third movie, it's like, no, she is because we're not. Um, <laughs> So, yeah, I, I like it. It works. It ties everything together. It makes me it want to be a Star Wars fan. It, but it doesn't exist. Aww. And I have to remember that. It doesn't. Before I <laughs> go back to Star Trek. <laughs> I did, Sorry, just like jump right in. <laughs> yeah, before. Um, but I did watch Spaceballs. We haven't got time. But, like, it was really okay. funny. Yes, which is amazing because you don't like funny movies, apparently. I don't like that, I mean, one movie stuff. that he made. Uh, I didn't like Blazing yep. Saddles. I thought it was really stupid and had tons of fart jokes hilarious. and was really dumb. But I, I like I like all of his other movies, right? I like I like okay, but all of his movies are really dumb with tons of fart jokes. That's Mel Brooks. Yeah, but I don't that's, I don't know I don't know why it work doesn't work with Blazing Saddles, but works literally all the other times. But like it's really really stupid. I really was annoyed. But maybe, maybe, and I'm not promising anything, maybe if I watch it again now that I've see, seen all of his other movies, I'll like it better. That's possible. Okay, can you, can you watch it as, like, not a woke millennial and just watch it as, like, I didn't a watch normal it. person? I didn't watch it like that because I knew it was a satire. Okay. But, like, I so just I feel didn't like think that it was, was why. I didn't think it was funny. Because have a lot of, like, racist jokes, but they're funny. So. Yes, but, like, that's because he's making fun of racism. It's like, um, yeah. it's like the producers has a lot of jokes with Nazis, and one of the main characters is a Nazi. But like, it's not like he's saying Nazis is good. It's like with um, uh, Jojo Rabbit. Jojo Rabbit. Yeah, Jojo Rabbit. I didn't do that. <laughs> yeah, Jojo Rabbit isn't pro Nazis because Nazis are in it. I get it. I that's not why I didn't find it funny. I just didn't find it funny. So either I just not gonna find it funny, or I will now that I get his humor more. Both those things are possible. Okay. But like, space so, was funny. Yeah, it was so much fun. It was my um. <laughs> I was like, Pizza the Hut. I respect it. And I found out what that <laughs> what that scene was. Uh, they did a fucking alien scene at the end. They did an alien oh, yeah. scene where where it's just like it's after the events of the thi- of the um of the movie, and they're just in the in the cafeteria, just talking about alien, and then um and then <laughs> John Hurt has the special. And he's like, ah, oh, fuck. Yep. Not again. So it's canon. But yeah, my favorite part was not again. <laughs> it happened before. But then the best part is like the alien after it pops out of his chest. Does it, the like, frog thing. Does a song and dance. Yeah. <laughs> you know that frog? It's, uh, I think it might be Looney Tunes or it might be another cartoon. But that's where that's from. It's fucking hilarious. <laughs> I love it so much. I was like, ah, oh, so many puns. It was so funny. So many. Yeah. Yeah, it was uh it was pretty fantastic. I love that they got her that they got Leia's buns and they're like, what, well, they're headphones. And I'm like, ah <laughs> fun. Or the stunt double part. Oh, the stunt double part was hilarious. <laughs> it's like, you idiots, you've captured their stunt doubles. <laughs> oh. Or the vacuum out in space. Oh yeah. That was good. I, I called the vacuum thing, but to make it a full maid it's great. <laughs> yeah, I was the like, they're thing. gonna make it a vacuum. <laughs> uh but like, oh they made it a maid. 
That's funny yeah. as fuck. <laughs> oh, God, I love this movie. Spaceballs. It's like the fourth <laughs> best Star Wars movie. It's great. <laughs> it's not even Star Wars movie. I told you months ago to watch this, and you're like, whatever, it looks stupid. It does. <laughs> to be fair, I wasn't wrong. I mean, it is stupid, but it's that's why it's funny. Yeah, it's but fun, like, I, I didn't Which is watch your it. forte. That's your thing. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's pretty much what you love. That's your bread and butter. I mean, yeah. yeah you're right I mean, in there with the stupid funny. Body. It was um, I, oh, it was ridiculous. I'm glad you liked it. It's right. Okay, so what are we doing uh, next time? Oh, fun. Uh, so either this is gonna come out before or after our sad fest. Uh, okay. if it comes out before, then we're gonna do the sad fest. If it comes out after, I don't know. We'll think um, by sad fest, you mean movies that are hard to watch? Yeah, movies that are hard to watch, but are still good. Movies we don't okay, want to so see again, but are still thing. good. Yeah, I, for me, it's not fest. necessarily a sad fest. Because I have a couple, I have at least one movie in there that is not sad, but it's just, it's but it's not necessarily sad. Well, if we're opening up to not being just sad fest, I have some movie that I Uh think um, you'd be interested in hearing about. So since we're not that, I'm going to- I love how you qualify that. You're like, not that I would be interested in watching, but interested in hearing about. So you know I'm not going to want to watch them. I mean, yeah, that's the point of the list. <laughs> like, if you have Schindler's List, I'm not going to put Schindler's List on my list. You know why? I haven't seen it, because it looks sad as shit. It's like, oh, you want me to watch that uh, Schindler's List? I mean, I, I can respect that it was made well, but, like, no, though. Follow us on all the things. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. One of us will be there. Which one? It's a mystery. Link's in the description. Until next time, goodbye. Peace.